Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Hey everybody, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast where two friends sit down and talk about music for a little while. My name is Scott, I'm here with my co-host Bran. Bran, how's it going? Uh, I'm trying to be victorious in the victory draft. Yeah, today we're doing a draft. It's the second week of the month, so we're doing a draft. Uh, This week we've decided that we're going to draft the Victory Records discography. So Victory Records, big for me. I don't know how into Victory you were. In my head, I remember Victory having a chokehold on me and my friends for a specific time. Yeah. But then going through like their entire release history. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it might have just been a couple of bands that had our that had a, a <laughs> yeah just a chokehold on us because they put out a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize until we went into research this the amount of bands and different like different sounds that Victory actually had releases for. And I was pleasantly surprised when some records that are huge for me that I didn't know came out on Victory came out on Victory. So I'm excited. Oh, that's awesome. That's a cool, like, realization. Really interesting. From bands that I, I, I would have never put, like, this record sound with the Victory with logo Victory. ever. Yeah. Right. Ever. That's fun. So, yeah, uh, we're going to... This may become a part one of two. It's a possibility because I have a lot of records that meant a lot to me from Victory. I, I think for me, it will depend on how many you steal from me. <laughs> sure. Because if you steal... Like, my bench is a little deep. Yeah, but mine's real deep. But I don't know if it's deep enough to do two if you steal a bunch. Like, if 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 we're on two different wavelengths here, we'll yeah. be good. And we but might be. We I think we I think we are. But I, I think, think we might least, have we might have a fight or two. There's a couple, I think. But yeah. even those couple, I think we're OK. And when we get to that, those particular bands, I think we'll that'll be explained. Yeah. Well, I have some notes about Victory, just real quick, uh, and then we'll get into the draft. We did Rock, Paper, Scissors beforehand. I became victorious. Yeah, I think you cheat. I don't cheat. I told I you. you I woke time. up at I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning, knew I was throwing <laughs> Play, paper. Playing in the mirror. Just playing in the mirror all morning. <laughs> in my head. I was like, what's Brand going to throw? What's he going to throw? I'm going to throw paper. 
and I threw rock like an idiot. (laughs) Well, Victory Records is a Chicago-based record label founded by Tony Brummel in 1989. I didn't see that coming. 89? Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, right? It operates a music publishing company called Another Victory, Inc., and is the distributor of several record labels. Originally focusing on hardcore punk and post-hardcore bands, Victory later expanded its roster to include emo and pop-punk X. In early 2002, 25% of the label was announced to have been sold to MCA Records. However, later that year, the deal was terminated by Victory, who is now partnered and distributed by Sony's R.E.D. distribution. So they went from a major label deal, dropped out of it, and went to another major label. Solid. That's how you run business, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have some of the negative? Aren't there a lot of negative things about Victory? There is a lot of negative about Victory. I just want to make sure we're going to cover all bases here. The the first sentence of my next paragraph is, Victory has had some negative relations with artists who were signed to the label. Over the years, multiple bands have cited grievances, conflicts, or even filed lawsuits against the record label. Thursday has had issues with the label with with not getting royalties Mm -hmm. from their records, along with a whole bunch of marketing issues with staff producing whoopee cushions to promote one of their records. Tell me you don't want one of those, though. Tell me you don't want one of those. Oh, I, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> a Treyu guitarist, Dan Jacobs, spoke ill of victory and the label's founder saying the band had issues with Tony Brummel and his awful, scummy ways. You you hear that a lot. Like a lot of bands, even bands who weren't signed to victory, talk about how like kind of predatory victory was. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it. I, I didn't until recently. Like yeah. probably a year or so ago, maybe that I right. read something and then it was opened up from there. I was like, oh, wow, this dude might be a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least business wise. I don't know, like morally or ethically or as a human. Yeah. As far as business goes. Business wise. Yeah. We yeah. have to have those. We have to have those caveats now. That, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. He doesn't rape women. There you go. He's just right. a, he's just a, like a normal bad guy. <laughs> right. Will Francis of the band Aiden posted on the band's Facebook page that they sold 500,000 albums total through Victory Records and were not paid. Insane. Lawsuits against the label include bands such as Hawthorne Heights, A Day to Remember, and Streetlight Manifesto. Big names there. Some big names there. Yeah. In September of 2019, years after buying part of the label's catalog, Concord, a creative rights company, bought Victory Records and another Victory, Inc., for $30 million. Victory has since not signed any new bands nor released any new records. Instead, the label operates for the current distribution of the label's alumni as well as for reissues. Victory's catalog includes 4,500 master recordings and 3,500 compositions through its Another Victory Publishing. Now, does that mean like songs, I think? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because I I went through their entire release discography on Discogs, and yeah. don't get me wrong, it's it's pretty big. Yeah, but for sure. Once once you filter out like reissues and you filter out, I, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, I even filtered out EPs. I just wasn't. I interested. did too. I just went straight so, for for full lengths. Yeah, there there's still a lot there, but it's not four thousand records. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm sure it's songs. It okay. has to be songs. And that's actually all the notes I have for Victory Records. 
Good. So we'll get down into this thing. We'll just jump right in. So Scott, please, yeah. you want it? Hurry up, get it over with. So I can get to my pick here. What's your first <laughs> pick? What's your first pick in the victory we're, record? We're doing track? it like that, huh? Don't just, care what I, you're picking. I just need to get mine out. Is what I need to do. Gotcha. Well, I need my, to know. I no, I need to know what you're picking so I oh, can, can know what yeah. I can pick. My first pick was set in my head when we first talked about doing this draft. I feel like I might as well start writing it down now. I think I know what it's going to be. What? Well, I don't want to guess. I don't want to say it. Yeah, I don't want to say it. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, my first pick is Thursday's album Full Collapse. Okay, that's not what I thought it was going to be. I had a feel. I I think I know what you think it was going to be, but Full Collapse is a perfect album all the way through. I love the weird sounding intro track. Uh, I love the weird sounding outro track. I like from start to finish, there is not a single skip on this record. It is a 10 out of 10 for me. We're going to continue this conversation, but I'm going to tell you my first pick then real quick. Oh, okay. Mine is Thursday is a city by the light divided. Wow. Really? I love that record so much. I like it more than the one you chose, which is, is that right. Well, That's crazy yeah. to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, not crazy, not crazy that it's not crazy that you picked that. It's crazy yeah. that you, you picked Thursday. Uh, I think it's funny that both our first picks are the same band. But maybe did you come? Was that the first like new Thursday record you heard? Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Full Collapse was the first new Thursday record I heard. Okay. It was one that when I worked at the mall, I went to Hot Topic, saw the cover art. Like, what is this weird like white room about? And what it, what is this dove symbol next to Thursday? What like what does a dove have to do with Thursday? I don't understand. Yeah, picked it up, and from the second I heard "Understanding in a Car Crash," I was fucking in. That this band is amazing. Have you seen them live? No, I have not. Dude, amazing show. Jeff Rickley is like one of my favorite frontmen ever. See, for you, you said it took one song to get you. For me, I was consuming so much music once that it took like a. So it took. Counting five, four, three, two, one, sugar in the sacrament, and at this velocity, those three in a row just yeah. fucking grabbed me, and I could not escape. I, I love this record so much. All these tracks are bangers now, yeah. But before, like those three tracks were consistently in whatever playlist I was listening to at the time. That's so nuts. And if I'm being honest, I probably should have picked something else because I didn't think you were going to pick two Thursday records back to back. But I felt like in order to make this a better produced show i can choose <laughs> thursday so we could talk about two thursdays yeah no that's time. great did you ever listen to war all the time i up to a certain point let me look at this because they left they left victory after full collapse yeah i had downloaded their discography okay so waiting up until actually up until city by the light divided probably okay because yeah i think i was done downloading music before the split release with Envy, I guess. I okay. guess I never listened to that, probably. So, yeah. Yeah, War All the Time is one of my favorite records of all time. Okay. Uh, I uh, Don't get me wrong. Full Collapse is a perfect album. War All the Time is just a little bit even more perfecter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, uh, that wasn't on Victory. I forget what record label that was on. What, War All the Time? Yeah. It was on Island. Yeah, okay. Thursday amazing band 
I'm with you though because Understanding Congress is an unreal song. I think Paris and Flames is also an unreal song. Yeah, that's such yeah. Those two are perfect tracks. Uh, I am the killer is amazing. Standing on the edge of summer hits me right in the chest. Uh, it's about um, Jeff being there while his, when his grandmother died, mm-hmm. and like he told a story about it, and yeah, it just it man, such a good track. I I I love, yeah, I I love this record. I like Thursday. The only as I've said before, the only downside of being a Thursday fan was wearing merch. <laughs> You had because to wear it on you, a Thursday. You would get people saying, "Hey, it's not Thursday, bud." Ha, ha. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, you're you so funny. And then if if you're like wearing a Thursday shirt, you are of a certain mindset to begin with. So when somebody does that to you, you're already in a mindset. You already of, know. Oh, yeah. come on, God, man. Really? Yeah. I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to live <laughs> right. over here. I'm just trying to live. I'm trying to live and enjoy a band. That's it. Please. I'm kind of already regretting taking this Thursday right now because I know I could have gotten it because I feel like you weren't going to take it Thursdays. Yeah, no, I was only going with I only have one choice per band. Yeah, but to make it a better show, I chose to do it here. So you're welcome, audience. Once again, I've <laughs> blessed you with a better show. <laughs> do you have anything you want to say about City Light by the Light Divided? Anything else? Just if you haven't listened to it, if you're not even a Thursday fan, listen to those that three track run. Just in a row, man. Counting five, four, three, two, one. Sugar in the Sacrament, and at this velocity, I think those three tracks are. It's it's one of the greatest three track runs in any album. It, it's so good. It's so yeah. good to me. Yeah. And then uh, Love Songwriter on that is also an unreal song, which at the time much longer song than I would have enjoyed. <laughs> right. I was able to able to hammer through that, push through that one, and now yeah. you love it. So Scott. What's your second pick then? And I'm not going to piggyback off this one, I promise. Are you sure? Not positive, but pretty <laughs> yeah. sure. All right. My second pick is going to be Silverstein's Discovering the Waterfront. Okay. That, so this is another one of those records from Victory that is just undeniable, I think. It's so good. I don't think you even by Victory. I think this is one of those Silver. I think Silverstein has a couple of undeniable records. Yeah. And yeah. you're absolutely right. It is one of It is one of them. Yeah, I want to see where the I could I could pick another one right here I'm, too. Because, <laughs> I know you can. I thought there of, yeah. there is another one that I like more than that one. <laughs> I I have battled this entire week over which one I was going to grab. Yeah, and if you didn't grab this one first, I was grabbing the next one because, or not the next one, the other one because they're both so good. Yeah, but this one has smile in your sleep on it. And I love that track from start to finish. That thing is amazing. I remember when it came out, I memorized a song. I played it on guitar and I sang into the microphone in my bre- bedroom by myself. Yep. But yes, this uh, like re- the opener. Your sword versus my dagger is Dude, a crazy so, opener. Discovering the waterfront's huge. My heroine was huge. Just wrapped in blood was big um, for me. Yep. <laughs> call it, call it karma. Gigantic track. I think my heroin might have been the one of the biggest tracks off that. Smile on your sleep was, I think, the biggest track. But... Smile on your sleep was their biggest. I th- I feel like smile on your sleep was their their biggest track. There's a there's one on the other record that I think might be bigger, but it might just be in my circle. Uh, yeah, and you but... know now now I gotta go look at that record's track list. Man, that it is tough. That's a battle. I... Yeah, I, for real. I have listened to both these records so many times this week. 
I could have. You could have swore I did it as a as a regular episode. The crazy thing is, I think both those records together, if they came out as a double album, and I recognize they're two two years apart, which I feel like we'd be mad about now if a band put the same album out two years later. I'm not. They're not. They're not the same album, but no. it could be a double album. I that's think, how. That's how similar they are. I agree. And but it's funny because I feel like there's a lot of like old school Silverstein fans that didn't like the jump they did into discovering the waterfront from their other record. But their other record is just as poppy and catchy as this one is. Yeah. It has a lot of like don't get me wrong, it has a little bit harsher and and heavier heavies, but it has just as many poppy catchy hooks and really sing song moments on a lot of tracks. I I mean this may be a hot take, hmm. but I might throw another record into that trio. I think there's three. I think I think there's there're three records that all of be lined up. Yeah. I only got their first two were on Victory. Um Arrivals and Departures was also on Victory. Oh, was it? Oh yeah, that was a good one too. That was a super <laughs> good one too. Yeah, I that's a that's a big one too. I I love that record too. So I think yeah, those three. Oh, their fourth one was on Victory too. Was it? No, that wasn't that the comp. No, Shipwreck in the Sand is on Victory. Oh, I thought that. Oh, Jesus, I'm way off then. <laughs> that was a good fucking record too. I love that record too. I love Silverstein. I think they're a phenomenal band. I think I love Victory Silverstein because, like, now I'm looking yeah. through the rest of their discography, and not only have I not as not. Good. I'll listen to these records. <laughs> I don't think I listened to a Silver Scene record off of Victory. Like I when really they didn't Victory. like their their one they came out with in 2022. I didn't like that one at all. Yeah, I'm looking through. I don't know. Oh no, I did listen to "I Am Alive" in everything I touch. I listened to that one. Was that, that was the, 2015? The pink and cover? No, it's like a it's like a like a clock tower almost, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. I, I think I like that, that one too. The pink cover is Dead Reflection, I think. It's like water. Yeah, it looks like water. And no, I, I did not. I definitely didn't listen to the 2020 record. Yeah. I'm a big Victory Silverstein guy, apparently. Yeah, me too. I, I really, really love it. But Discovering the Waterfront is probably my favorite of theirs at that time, closely followed by another one of their records. I feel like we're dancing around the fucking subject, but... Yeah, I think I guess we could say it because you already said you weren't going to take two of the same band. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. No. So it'll be up to me whether I take it. So we could say it. It is uh, when, when broken, broken is easily is fixed. fixed. Yeah, I think when broken is easily fixed, discovering the waterfront and arrival and departures. That is a trilogy worthy of a, a, a trilogy. Like you, I need to you go need to back and listen to arrivals and departures a little bit closer. I just looked at the track list and there's a lot of tracks on there. I really is like. there, but I I had like a instant feeling with discovering the waterfront like i just instantly loved it do you recall the first silverstein track you ever heard the first silverstein track yeah like the one that got you like wow what's this it would have been smashed into pieces it would have been the first song off the first record so you you bought the first record sight unseen i borrowed it from a friend that i used to play poker with okay listen to it didn't love it at first i don't know why yeah but then it grew on me and then discovering the waterfront came out and your sword versus my dagger hit me right in the face. And I loved it right away. See, I think, no, not think I know that these records were of a time when I wasn't listening to clean vocals. Mm, yeah. 
So that first record that, that had more heavy, harsh vocals on it yeah. helped me. And then I got used to his voice and I liked his voice. But the first track I heard, and you'll you'll know as soon as I tell you, is Bleeds No More because it opens with that My ridiculous, harsh vocal. No more! Yeah. And then that's the one that got me into them enough where I was like, okay, I think I can get down with this other, cl- even clean vocals. Yeah. Big fan, though. Yeah, big yeah, fan big, of that big trilogy. Big fan, for big sure. Big fan of that trilogy. Yep. All right, so my second pick. Your second pick. You know, I got to be true to me here. Be true to yourself. We say it I got to be true time. to myself. And also, one I think you may be after. So I need to also play a little a little defense. We're here. playing a little game now? I think I got to play. Game it up a bit. I got to play a little defense. I got Because I got to get this record. Even though there's another one I could have gotten. But I need to get this one. And it is 2004's The Curse by Atreyu. Okay, that is on, that was on the shortlist for me. Yeah, great record. There were three tracks of this on the video game Burnout Takedown or okay. Burnout Three or Burnout One of the Burnout games. Okay, right side right side of the bed was on it. Bleeding Mascara was on it, and there might have been another one. But wow, did this record do something for me, especially in a time when. I definitely wasn't listening to clean vocals. Oh, yeah, no. There wasn't a clean vocal in sight, but this had just enough. It was heavy, but then yeah. the pop grabbed me. Like, there, right. it, it's super poppy. Right Side of the Bed is a pop song. I don't care what you say. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> this was the second Atreyu record I heard. I heard their first one first. Butterfly Kisses or something? Yeah, Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses. Yeah. I think that was the name of it. I was into that when I was in when I was in college doing doing my photography classes i was uh, doing my photography major and Mm -hmm. i was in the dark room like developing pictures listening to (laughs) listening to that and it was a it was a vibe (laughs) yeah i mean the opener like it opens with like just a quick intro but then like bleeding mascara right side of the bed back to back is unreal huge crazy You you clipped by me and the crimson are both big for me demonology and heartache with my sanity on a funeral pile are big. Mm. And then the closer five, like it and chase with a shot of clarity is one of yeah. the greatest that song was... titles ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I loved this record. And then when I found out that the drummer sings, I was like, what's happening now? That was wild. Right. I didn't well, realize really? that either. Like, yeah, I, doing I, here? I thought the the singer yeah. did both. I thought he did the harsh and clean. Yeah. Or then I, I forget what I, it was, I had to be like some music video that I watched yeah. and I saw the drummer with a mic right next to his face start singing. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. It was, it was, it was in one of the videos. Cause then yeah. also the, the wrestling from WWE, the Bella twins were in one of the Atreyu videos. I think it might be right side of the bed. Like it was really right? early. I don't it remember was really that. early in their wrestling career and early in Atreyu, I think. Huh. But now the the drummer's just the lead vocalist now, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I he think. doesn't play drummer anymore. He he's just the vocalist. I think he's just the vocalist. Yeah, cuz the the harsh vocalist left. Yeah. What a glow up for that dude. <laughs> <laughs> cuz I I know it's like, yeah, you're still part of the band, but let's be honest. If you're the drummer, you're like the least thought about person of that. Yeah. Band. Unless you're a singing drummer. Exactly. Did it. Yeah. Let's get Travis Barker a fucking microphone back there and see what Ooh, he has to do. I don't think I'd like that. <laughs> I don't think I'd like that at all. I don't know what Dude. his singing voice is like. And I've heard him talk maybe a handful of times, but I, I don't I don't think that would 
I don't think that would fly. Let's get him back there, and then we can put Skiba on a stole beside him. I no. <laughs> okay, so Atreyu, the curse, is Great my second pick. pick. Yeah, real good pick. Scott, what's your third pick? Like yourself, I have to be true to me. I'm going to go with another record that I think is pretty darn near perfect. I'm going to go with 2009's Homesick by A Day to Remember. Okay, saw it coming. Saw it I coming. love that record. I think it's their best record. I love everything about it. I think it's fantastic. I love the closer. The closer is a big one for me, if it means a lot to you, to the point where I covered that song with a friend of mine from high school. Uh, did you, did you, have you listened to the band that she's the vocalist of the feature on there? No, I okay. didn't know she was in a band. Yeah. Uh, Versa Merge. Okay. There's a whole, actually, there's like a whole conspiracy theory around the time that Versa Merge was getting big, but Paramore was like just destroying Huge. at the time. Yeah. So there's a theory that some, like a record label signed them and to quell them to like, keep them down. Really? They, yeah. There's a whole thing about it. I think it's Versa Paramore Merge. to keep blowing up. Yeah. And I, I love both bands. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it would be interesting to see if they were on, if, if, it, if that, if that's true, it would have been interesting to see what they could have done on level ground. Right. But I like Versa Merge, but, but Paramore is unreal. I, I saw somebody the other day said, that they don't remember a time in their life when they weren't crushing on Haley Williams. And I've never felt more seen. That's you? <laughs> right. I don't remember a time when I became aware of Haley Williams until today that there hasn't been a time where I'm like, I have a huge crush on Haley Williams. Wow. I, 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 it's unreal. It's unreal. This is, this is absolutely. Also, I don't know if you knew this until maybe recently. Okay. Did, did you re, did you re listen to this record this week? Yeah. So the track Welcome to My Family, did you know who that feature was? No. Vincent Bennett of the Acacia really? Strain. Is that right? Yes, sir. Oh, man, that's crazy. No, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But that's so funny. Um, and on I Made of Wax, Larry, what are you made out of? It features Devil Wears Prada's Mike Krenka. Okay. I, apparently, I didn't know any of the features on this record, but I love it. Yeah, no, this, this, yeah, you're right. This is my favorite A Day to Remember record. I yeah. think it's, I, it is I love it from the, from the opening that da 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 I just I want to maybe Vincent's Vincent's feature got me into them. That was it. That, it's a definite possibility if I'm being 100 percent honest. With wow. It. Like at least full album wise, because I know I had heard a couple tracks prior. Mm -hmm. uh, the plot to bomb the Florida, like the plot to bomb the panhandle being one of the main ones. Yeah. But I think Vincent's Vincent's feature here got me deep into this. Yeah, this record's great. I love this yeah, record. That's a that's a hell good. of a pick. That's a hell of a pick right there. I I love it. I think it's fantastic. I'm a little jealous of it, but I'm it's, actually glad because <laughs> I could be more true to myself. Yeah, th that's what these drafts are all about. We got to be true to ourselves about our picks. Yeah, I think now I'm trying to decide on if I could either like get heavy hitters mm -hmm. and then be true to myself if we have a part two. <laughs> See, that, or, that's why. I, so, OK, listeners, earlier this week, I offered to Brand that we either do 
an extended draft for this one because I have so many other ones or we do a part two. He suggested doing part two. And I'm still, I think I'm still on it. I think I'm still on part two. Okay. I know of like five or six bands that you haven't listened to on this list that are huge to me, but I'm picking ones that I think you same by the way. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking ones that I think we could have fought over. And apparently I'm pretty damn close because our first two picks are like both our first picks were Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, We discussed Silverstein for an extended amount of time on just my pick. You yeah, picked no, Betray You, which was could have been big for me. No, there, there's going to be a second part now because I, I think I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna get albums that I think we both would get, and then part two will probably be very much more personal. <laughs> yeah, right. That might change what I go with for my last couple picks. But uh, well, by all means, up to you for your third pick now. All right, my third pick, and I don't think this is one we would have fought over. I think yeah. we might. I think we would have fought over the band a little bit, but I don't know if this would have been the record that you would have thought I would take from this particular band. Okay, I'm taking 2008's "Fragile Future" by Hawthorne Heights. God, I love that record. When I say that there's records that changed music I listened to, yeah. this is one of them. Because like I had listened to Hawthorne Heights before and it was it was just str- strictly straight emo music, like a hundred percent. Yeah. And then Casey passed away. Yep. And this record was kind of um like them mourning Casey. Like the it, whole thing. No, that's exactly what it was. I mean even down Four Become One is one of my favorite tracks of all time. Yeah. No this Four is... Become One makes me cry almost just thinking about it. Yeah, no, uh, this Hawthorne Heights record is one I was going to pick. Okay, see, I thought you would have got an older one. I might now, but (laughs) Fragile Future uh, is my second favorite one of theirs. I don't think my favorite one of theirs was released on Victory. Was it it Skeletons? Yes. Yeah, and that was on Wind Up. That's what I thought. I, I love that record, but Fragile Future is my second favorite Hawthorne Heights record. I feel like it changed, it changed the band. It changed emo it changed the entire scene of the time like because hawthorne heights were emo gods yeah like i mean slip my wrist and black my eyes come on right <laughs> come on what are we talking about here they were gods of emo and then this record they went a different way and i adored it i really adored it to the point I, where i would play for become one for people who didn't even like this kind of music be like no, no no you'll like this listen 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 to this listen yeah, yeah, I absolutely love this record. Um, apparently, I like songs that have sugar in them because sugar in the engines a banger. Sugar in the engines, super good. Uh, Rescue me, I I love 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 that song. Desperation's great. I love Desperation. Yeah. Until the Judgment Day is great. I love this record. I need yeah, to it's to this. super good. I need to go back and re-listen to it too. That's a bummer for me. Fuck, that's good for me. That I made up for taking that Thursday record right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you d- you definitely uh, you definitely got one on that shit. So then, Scott, fourth pick. Well, shit, I'll just follow. Yeah, we'll go with Hawthorne Heights, The Silence in Black and White. I love that one too. Not as much as Fragile Future, but I mean, this was their their first record, The Silence in Black and White. Ohio is for lovers. Oh yeah, like Nikki was FM. the track. Yeah, Nikki, Nikki FM, FM on this. Unreal. Yeah, Life on Standby, starting off the record, super big. Blue Burns Orange was big for me. I loved that song. Listening to it again this week, 
Uh, I forgot how much I love some of these tracks. It's weird to me, especially with all the there's a there's a whole nother generation of emo love happening right now. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like Hawthorne Heights kinds of gets left out of it. And I, I, I wonder so. if if it's because of Fragile Future, because it changed them so much and they became a different band. Right. But those but these first two records should be on the wall of fame for emo records without a doubt. I think so. Yeah. At least this generation of emo records. I know we've talked about Rights of Spring. You don't need to bring them up against Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but like this generation of emo bands, in my head, Hawthorne Heights and My Chem were kind of hand in hand at this point. Yeah. I will say My Chem took it to another level with kind of like the Black Parade propelled they, them ahead of everything. And that was when I kind of jumped off, off of them. I just kinda... I hated emo when Black Parade came out because it was becoming so mainstream that yeah. i was like this is bullshit this <laughs> you don't you don't really like this i paint my nails i wear eyeliner you don't you don't i'm so much cooler yeah yeah with my wristbands on right <laughs> and your giant six inch spikes on your necklace no i would say by the time i was listening to emo music that had went by the wayside gotcha i wasn't as I didn't have chokers on. I was still wearing chains, but, but emo phase was huge when I had the blood under my eyes. That was a big, yeah. big part of the emo phase. Right. But no, that's a yeah, great pick. And I thank you for choosing Hawthorne Heights after I did to make they, this a better see, show. We, You're welcome, audience. There you go. We're, what if I just started taking that stance, like being mad at people who listen? Like, what if that's a stand I just started? No, to we're not doing that. We can't do that. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> assholes. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, I could I could say anything and then edit it out and sound like I'm the greatest dude in the world. So very true. You could do that. I don't do that. Just no. know, know that I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I left in us googling to see if a guy was a Nazi for 20 minutes. I don't think I'm gonna. <laughs> right. I don't think I'm gonna. I'm gonna cut out me saying something horrible because I don't right. say horrible things. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, so yeah, Hawthorne Heights, the Silence of Black and White is my fourth pick. Up to your fourth pick now. My fourth pick. I'm th- I think I'm I'm done with ones we might fight over. There's one in my head. You have another but, one? I have another one that maybe you would be into, but I don't think it's as big for me. There's one that if you didn't listen to it, it has to go on the list because I liked it. Yeah. But I really only liked a couple songs. Okay. I should take it. I should just take it. Fuck. Um, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. <laughs> panic. Panic. Scroll. I'm in full panic mode. I'm in full Google. panic mode right now. <laughs> no, I'll just take it because then I'm done with things that I think we'll fight over. No, there is another one too. See? Okay, wait. Let me propose one thing. Okay. Just let me propose one thing. We take a sixth pick. Not a full another, like, not an extended. Like a sixth one pick, pick or is it an honorable mention? No, a sixth pick because we're going to do a park two. Sixth pick. Yeah. Okay. I want to throw that out there because there are two more definite ones that I want to get. And if I and if you pick one of them, I have like ten backups. But you wouldn't rather have that sixth pick to be the heavy hitter pick one of the second round? No, I don't. I want to. I want a sixth pick this this time. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to take this because I like this. I like this record. I think you might take it, but if not. We'll talk about it at a later time. Okay, don't don't um, pick it then. I'm not gonna pick it. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay 100 percent true to myself on this one. And Do it. It's gonna be a quick pick because okay. a quick we pick. spent yeah because we spent over an hour talking about this record. Oh, I'm taking felony by Muir. 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. I have to be true to myself with it. I I love that record. I could have taken any Amir record. And are they all on victory? Up until their most recent. Okay. Like their first because they they signed a four album deal, then they signed another three album deal, I think. Oh, okay. So they have I think maybe maybe a two album deal. I think they might have six on victory and then they went to I uh, can't pull it. Can't pull where they're at. Can't now. pull it. <laughs> we spent a, we spent enough time talking about felony. There's an episode if you want to go listen to us talk about felony, please go listen to it. We did talk about it. There will be another Amir episode down the road, I guarantee it. And it it's going to be the record after this, I imagine. The one you which like, I also your favorite I, one, right? Yeah, I also could have chosen it. But yeah. felony Felony to me screams victory more than the next record. Oh, gotcha. I think, okay. I think they were still trying to be part of Victory's sound because Victory definitely had a sound during that oh, time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think they didn't want to, like, well, I don't know, because you got to think Frankie had never once cared about causing trouble anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he didn't give a shit. He was just, let's no. do it. But to be true to myself, I had to pick Felony. I knew an Amir record had to get on here. Right. And. Because we already talked about it, and you can go listen to that episode. Cheap plug. Cheap plug. Felony by Amir. Scott, <laughs> yeah. what is your apparently second to last pick? Because yeah, second you to, we're doing don't six. care about rules at all. I don't care about rules. We've we've this has been a well established thing. Scott doesn't do rules. It makes me anxious every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time you ask me for a top three, I'm like, nah, it's seven. Every- I've, I've accepted that one. This one's a new crink, a new crinkle in the in the. No, we're doing I don't listen to thing? yeah. The, I don't listen to rolls, and then I get nervous and sweaty and anxious. Yeah. But we'll, sorry, we'll I had to do it we'll on this through. one. It had to happen. My fifth pick. I'm taking one that you haven't listened to, and it's on the list. But in order to be true to myself, I had to take it. We're going with taking back Sundays. Tell all your friends. I knew there was going to be a Take It Back Sunday taken, and I knew I wasn't going to be the one to do it. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a record for a future episode, so it's another quick pick back-to-back, mm-hmm. because I don't want to dive into it. But this is a huge one for me, a huge one for my fa- my friends, uh, and Emily and I love it. It's great. I've seen Take It Back Sunday live uh, touring this record. Um, I was actually supposed to see them tour with Brand New for oh, this boy. record. In a basement show. Oh, boy. But. The last thing you need is Jesse Lacey in a basement with underage girls. Yeah, right. Uh, But somebody got (laughs) sick. So it ended up just being a brand new show. Okay. But. That is uh, still wild that you saw brand new in a basement, though. It was. It's like not a house basement. It was. It's called The Shelter. Like it's actually. Did you watch Eight Mile? Yeah. You saw that movie? Yeah. Where where the battle rap was supposed to happen. That's not that actually the was? shelter. Okay. But where they mentioned it being okay. is the shelter. And I have been there and I did see Brand New play there. What album was Brand New touring with at that point? Their first one, Your Favorite Weapon. Yeah, it's the best one too. Yeah. It's the yeah. absolute best one. Yeah. All right. So look forward to the Take It Back Sunday Tell All Your Friends episode down the yeah, road. It'll, it, for real, that's it's a big one. So my... Second to last pick. I guess since You're you did it, I'll do it. I'll 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 give you a record that I'm gonna bring you at a later date. There we go. I love it. I think I think I mentioned this record to you before. Okay. I didn't know this was on Victory. I bought this thing thinking it was like a Metal Blade release. I thought oh, it okay. was like a big because it's it is a straight, heavy, hardcore death metal record. Like it oh, is. Wow. 
unreal that this is on victory at all. I, I still don't understand how it happened. <laughs> Must have had a good deal. Sure. It is the album Justice Replaced by Revenge by Ringworm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that at all. That was one of those situations where I went to your, it was either FYE or it was a mu- some music store at the mall. And it, I might have bought it the same day I bought Static Lullaby's self-titled. I just saw oh, wow, it. Okay. I, saw, I saw the cover and I was like, I don't know what this is, but it looks like something I need in my ears. For sure. And it is, it, it also got me into a different style of vocals because it's, it's a metal album. But it's such a weird, almost vintage hardcore vocal. Okay. Like it's a it's very abrasive. There's like no melody to it. It's just a shout scream, basically. Oh, okay. But I love this record. I think it's unreal musically. That that will be an episode down the road. Ringworm, Justice Replaced by Revenge. So awesome. there's two two ba- I'm glad we I'm glad we just had three Look at picks us. that we're not even talking about. Look at Listen. us. <laughs> so Scott, what's your final pick now? All right, my final six. pick. We're doing six. We had we had to do six because I had to have this one in this first part of the victory draft because it means a lot to me. It's from a band that we did an episode on way back. I'm taking Boyce Hats Fires after the eulogy. Uh, the one I didn't give you. I, I gave you Tomorrow Come Today. Mm-hmm. But after the eulogy is huge for me. I love it um, from start to finish. It's fantastic. I knew you wouldn't, you weren't going to be taking it because you didn't the like band, the come band itself. Wasn't even on my list. <laughs> I I figured because you, yeah, you weren't a fan of that record. But I don't think I hated it. You didn't hate it, but you, I it, liked it. I think it was. I think we weren't doing phone at the time, but I think you took it back and said you would give it a phone if you went back and redid it. Hmm. I think because in my head, because I, I listen to that record a lot. Yeah, it wasn't an own though. I, I remember that. Huh. I think like there's records that I have much like, I don't Maybe that's not it. Like, it's, it's not that it's <laughs> not that I have, I don't have a negative opinion on it, but I also don't recall having a super positive opinion. Maybe that's what it was. It was yeah. kind of just blah, just I null and so. void. Yeah. But this, this record is fantastic. Uh, this is when I found out about boy sets fire. I, I love the record. It's so great. So many good songs. It's fantastic. I'm not going to bring it to you for an episode. Okay. But I kind of want you to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if we know anything about yeah. each other and this podcast, the reason it exists is because neither of us neither of us would, actually do what the other one wants. Neither of us would listen to the <laughs> records the other person would recommend. So Exactly. I'm I'm going to lay it on line. Probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen to me. Totally get it. <laughs> so uh, like down the road, you know, in like 10 years when we're running out of things to give each other. I love it. You can throw that my way. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but song songs like um, "My Life in the Knife Trade," amazing. Rookie is amazing. Uh, Still waiting for the punchline is fantastic. I love Twelve Step Hammer Program. Yeah, it's just it's a really really good record. And the closer Timothy is fantastic. Had to be on this first part of the list because I love that band so much. Our first part of the draft kind of threw me with the Hawthorne Heights thrown in there. I needed it, pick. but yeah. it's, one, it's it's a definite needed like that. Honestly, how I thought this was going to go down and I'm only going to talk about records that we have picked already. Yeah. 
there well there's one that i thought you were gonna take that you didn't take and i'm not gonna take either which is weird that neither of us took it but i think because we care about other records from that band but we'll might be later yeah i thought you would grab the curse i thought a tray you would be yours yeah that was so then that was on the short list for me towards the top but my first two picks had to be what they were my first pick then would have been hawthorne heights that would have been my first pick fragile future would have been your first if i chose yes. the curse. if you chose the curse but because you chose Thursday, I chose Thursday just to bounce around. You know, yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah. Fun stuff. So then for my sixth pick, Your might, last as well, pick. might as well knock them off the board because then we won't pick. Well, I guess there's still an opportunity. We could. We could. But I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball. I, I talked myself into it when we talked about them for your pick. Oh, wow. I'm going to take arrivals and departures. OK. I think I like it. Like looking at this track list, I think I love this record. I really, I really like the other two, but looking at this track list, "Sounds of the Sun," "Worlds Apart," "The Sandal Turned to Glass," "Vanity and Greed," "True Romance." Like I love some of these songs. Yeah, it's a really good record. Their first record, I I like a lot. Like I can listen to straight through, but this one, this one talks to me and like touches me in a way that the other one doesn't. Sure. So I think yeah, I got I got to take a Ravel's Departures, which seems wild that i would choose it <laughs> over the first one but i definitely talked myself into it since yeah. we talked about your pick that's great i i think we can we've come to the conclusion that uh silverstein's discography as far as it comes to victory records is phenomenal yeah i think silverstein is one of the pillars of victory i don't think oh, i agreed. think without without silverstein without thursday without hawthorne heights and let's even say without taking back sunday yeah, you could probably throw a Treyu in there because their first records were huge too. Without those bands, and then well, a day to remember kind of rode for them longer than they should have. But yeah, that's that's true. Actually, all the all the bands we've talked about in this first part <laughs> of the draft, really, that's true. Yeah, uh, that's there's true. and that's the thing. Everybody like there's so many other records on this record label that we could have done for this draft. We have to do a part two. Well, the crazy thing is my part two is going to look like we're drafting a different record label. I'm looking at what I have left <laughs> and it's going to look like we're drafting some other record label. I, I have I have some that might surprise you for a part two, if I'm being honest. I have seven ish artists on here and most of them have multiple records that have, we could we could talk about. I have three, four, three for sure that you don't know. A fourth that you might not, and the only reason why I say you might not know is because you didn't pick them in okay. this part one. Okay. Uh, and that kind of surprised me. And then one for sure I know you know that I'm also surprised neither of us picked. Would that be the debut record of a certain band? Yes, it would. <laughs> I, it, I thought that was going to be your first pick. It almost was, but then I got on a tangent. The first release from this album, I mean, from this record label. Wait, that was that the first release from the label? Yeah, it was the earliest release. When I went through Discogs, there was like a '94 record out. Really? I only saw yeah. '97. Maybe I'm wrong. Then. Yeah, I have. They put out Iceburn. That's the Fear uh, Maybe on it was just the earliest one that I was interested in. Yeah, like there's a there's actually a grip of releases like Iceburn by Fearon, um, Snapcase, record. Looking Glass, Self, Strife, One Truth. Hi-Fi okay, and the yeah, Roadburners, so Fear City, Warzone, Old School to New School. 
Yeah, and this is all up to, like Guilt Bardstown Ugly Box. That's up to ninety five. Oh wow, no, the one I'm talking about came out in ninety seven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we'll say it. it's gonna it's okay. I hate listening to podcasts yeah, where people do this shit, so debut. let's just say yeah, it. It's, 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 it's Hate Breeds debut. Yeah, it's their only victory. Yeah, their and only it's the only record on victory. It's the, it's really. their only record on victory. Yeah, we've talked about Hate Breed before. I think we're gonna draft Hate Breed at some point. I imagine yes, we definitely are. Yeah, for sure. And we've talked about Hatebreed before, and we'll touch on this in that draft, but I, Perseverance was my open into Hatebreed. Yeah, so that record, Satisfaction is satisfaction Death of Desires, yeah. death of desires that would have just, that's my thing too. Yeah, I don't have that big of a connection to it. Agreed. I just have a connection to Hatebreed, which would make me want to get it, but I, I'd, ra- I'd rather pick just records ahead. that I have yeah, a connection agreed. to versus and a that's band why I have a connection to. It just, just happens to be one of their records. So we both didn't pick it for the same reason. Uh, I I do like it, but it's not my not my favorite of theirs for sure. But I have on on my list, I have at least one, two, three, yeah, maybe five artists that I don't think you're familiar with. Two yeah. that you may have know the name, but you never listened to. That's why there has to be a part two to this draft. Yeah, and and I probably will take another Amir record in part two, though, if I'm being 100 percent honest. If I'm being honest, I will probably take another record from another band that was on this part one draft. You taking the first Silverstein record? Why you got to throw it at me like that? My bad. <laughs> but okay, to run up my list, Scott, you had the first pick. You had Thursday Full Collapse, Silverstein Discovering the Waterfront, A Day to Remember Homesick, Hawthorne Heights Silence in Black and White, Taking Back Sunday Tell All Your Friends, Boy Sets Fire After the Eulogy. That is a Dude, hater. what a fucking beast of a list. I'm going to go listen to all of those in order now. I had the second pick, and I had Thursday, A City by the Light Divided, Atreyu the Curse, Hawthorne Heights, Fragile Future, Amur, Felony, Ringworm, Justice Replaced by Revenge, and Silverstein, Arrivals and Departures. Dude, yours is great, too. At least the ones I know from yeah, yours. It's a pretty it's a great list, This too. is a great draft. These are great albums. This is, this is good shit. So look forward to yeah. Victory Records Draft Part 2. Part 2. Coming at some point. Yeah, it's not going to be next month. Mm-mm. Like, we don't want to do that to you. If, unless there's clamoring for it. If, if, I, if I suppose. If somebody hears the first one, and they're like, I really need to hear that part too. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. But Scott. I suppose that could happen. But we got to we gotta get back to some other kind of drafts we have uh, set up already. But I'm, I'm already looking forward to a part two for this draft. And you weren't like, only listening. Like, my mind's running. Well, maybe you yeah. were. Maybe you were only listening to Victory Records. But I was listening to a lot of victory records. What is your record of the week this week, Scott? I do have a different record for the week. Uh, I was listening to Nas King's Disease 3. Okay. We talked about it when it first came out. Mm -hmm. We both kind of were like, I don't know that I needed it, but I went back and kept listening to it. I fucking love it. (laughs) It's good. It's real, real good. The fact that he's bringing out a third installment of the King's Disease you know, trilogy mm-hmm. as of right now. Yeah. With no features on it. It's, it's true. straight Nas. Yeah, it is straight Nas. And he switches up his flows tons of times on tons of tracks. The beats from Hip boy, like range like crazy. You would almost think there's a different producer on some of them, mm-hmm. but man, I, I really, really like it. Don't get me wrong. I think my ranking goes King's Disease 2, King's Disease 1, then King's Disease 3. Where's Magic? I, you know what? I didn't listen to Magic. I thought it was an EP, so I didn't really listen to it. I thought you listened to it. It's only seven songs. I thought you listened to it. No, I need to. 
I think I go King's Disease 2, Magic, King's Disease 1, King's Disease 3. I really need to listen to Magic then. I loved Magic. And, I, and I've and i I've said some things about King's Disease 3. I think the first like two or three tracks are great. Then I think the next seven are just okay. Like it's just yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like it it, it well, bores, we were, bores me a little bit. We both kind of said the same thing when we first... But then I also told you that was my first run through. Yeah. I need to listen to it a few more times. And when I did, yeah, man, I like it. I mean, that being said, I think I still gave it like eight and a quarter. Like it's still it's still yeah. rated high. It's a great record. It just didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have higher expectations than Noss. I don't know. I don't, oh, though, maybe. because when it was coming out, I told you, you know what I expect out of Kings of Disease 3? Kings of Disease 1 and 2. Kings of Disease 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my record of the week is not a new one. Didn't come out recently. Didn't come out a couple months ago. It is by the band Bleeding Through. Oh, yeah. You were running through their discography. And it's the record, The Truth. Wow. Do I fucking love this record? Yeah. It's it. it I knew I liked it. Like, I knew it was my favorite Bleeding Through record. But mm-hmm. revisiting it, this thing hits so hard. And harder now than it did before because Bleeding Through has always been one of those bands that they're, they're metal, but they have such a hardcore kind of composition to them like their mm-hmm. their music and their vocals don't always match up right and that's a very that's a very hardcore-esque type of thing for a band yeah, and, you might have to add that to the list because i when we were talking about it mm-hmm. i think the only one that i listened to was their self-titled one yeah I, and the truth will go on there the, the truth will get on the list because i love it for me, back then when I listened to it, there's a couple breakdowns in that record that really pulled me in. Like there's a couple tracks that I got really into. Yeah. I never really fucked with the whole record because there was just a couple tracks. Because yeah. if, if I wanted hardcore vocals, I'll listen to a hardcore band. If I wanted yeah, metal sure. music, yeah. I'll listen right. to a metal band. But they they do it in such a way that it does feel it does feel like it's their it's their own shit. Yeah. Now there are moments where their clean vocals remind me a little too much of Avenged Sevenfold. And Oof. back then that would have been cool. But the Avengers Sevenfold we have now, that's like Five Finger Death Punched Light. Any anything after their their self titled record, I didn't get down. Which with. was their self titled? That was the one with uh, that was the white cover with the logo on it. Is that is, is City of Evil after that one, or is that before? No, City of Evil was before that one. Okay, and then Sounding but the Seventh Trumpet have, was their first one. Yeah, I have a thing with that self-titled one one of my friends passed away killed himself at, at when that came out and uh was that af- that track afterlife was on that record yeah which and that a, one hit that track is a ripper on guitar hero but i'm sorry to diminish your friend passing away oh, no, with no, no. guitar hero I, I didn't mean yeah. to do that no it's yeah i think i think i was out right. before then I think I was out with City of Evil didn't really do it for me too much. Uh, Rev's drums on it were terrible, and they had they two before like City of Evil, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Sounding of the Seventh Trumpet and Waken the Fallen. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's it. I like those two a lot. City of Evil. There's a couple tracks I like. I think Backcountry's on it. Backcountry was their big single that came off that one. Yeah, Backcountry was okay, but I didn't really. Yeah, first two I love. Wow, how many records do they have? Are we going to end up having a draft Avengers Sevenfold at some point? No, because I didn't, I honestly didn't listen to anything after the self-titled one, and I'm, I kind of refuse to go back and listen to I anything after that. And now my only yeah. joke with Avengers Sevenfold is when I see somebody or know somebody listens to bad music, I say that they, they make their kids wait in the car outside of Subway to finish your fucking nightmare! <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. I, I don't like I can't it. Do it. It's not for me. If yeah. you like it, enjoy. But I don't like it. I like their first two records and I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I was mostly out of backcountry. And then, like I said, self-titled had a 
just a minute for me that I I haven't gone back and listened to that track. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Well, uh, let us know who won this draft. Vote. We both did. Vote on. Well, yeah, we both did. But yeah, let us know who did. you think won on at Twitter, at Instagram, at AYL Pod handles on both. Send us an email at areyoulistening.pod at gmail.com. Uh, join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Listen to all the Joy Road Media podcasts. Long live Victory Records, but not the dude who runs it. Ooh, not yeah. Long live their alumni. How yeah, about that? It's tough. It's we it's, it's weird that a vic, that a, a record label exists to just put out represses, right? It feels weird. It does feel weird, but it feels like it feels grimy a little they, bit. Yeah, but they got such a bad track record. Like they got bad vibes just coming off of them. Yeah, I'm I'm glad they put out the represses though, because without the represses, I'd never buy these half these things. I'm <laughs> right, right. They they need to repress more. There's one in particular that I didn't grab this draft that I will grab next draft that is only available on picture disc, and I refuse to get it. There is a ninety percent chance I lose this this notebook before we do the second part. But stay, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for the second part. Victory draft part two coming up sometime. Thank you for listening, Scott. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you for the podcast. Yeah, thank you. And listeners, are you listening? Are you listening? This has been a well-established thing. Scott doesn't do rules. I'm sorry to diminish your friend passing away with Guitar Hero. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. You're welcome, audience.